0: Welcome to the Beers of podcast with your host Michael Torres.
1: I was just about to—I was just about to ask like what you were drinking because we got um oh, yeah. we we, we prepared. You, we, so, we prepared. <laughs> um, so let's everybody go go around and introduce your devs. Oh
2: yeah, I got um, a shaka tea, Hawaii. Okay. It's guava ginger blossom. So mm-hmm. really getting in that right state of mind for really, this yeah. today. <laughs>
1: I got a raspberry joe tea <laughs> for JT, um, I planned this really hardcore. <laughs> um, I have literal apple juice, but it's, <laughs> it's in this really fancy bottle, so that, I love it. Yeah. Those are the plastic bottles that when you, you take, you open it up, take the first sip, and then you like take a bite out of the plastic and it sounds like you're biting into an apple. I think it's a trick. <laughs> okay, a thing. not a thing. No, so <laughs> <Did> you <laughs> me do that and it was embarrassing. So <laughs> it was like a tiktok trend a while back
0: you had a, you had a bad <laughs> bottle yeah. um, alright so what we'll do is uh, you want to crack them with me when I uh, crack my PBR here and then I'll do like the little intro and then bring the three of you in sweet let's do it
3: alright
4: so 3, two, one. Gauge. hit the taste of my
2: name off your You're
4: telling.
0: everyone welcome back to another episode of beers with bands uh this week i'm sitting down with the band moving boxes from charlotte north carolina how are y'all doing
2: what's up how are you
0: doing you know it's it's saturday i'm not at work and i'm just chilling talking to a band so you know can't complain at all
2: that's the best places to be not work (laughs) It was Saturday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's
1: a great combo. I I'm sorry you have
0: to be spending it with us.
2: <laughs> you know. Wow, starting off nope. self-deprecating. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Living up to the emo band uh, aesthetic, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: always our goal. So <laughs> Thank you.
0: Uh, before we get too far into the episode, uh, like I mentioned, you are moving boxes from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. You are. Kind of like a math rock, a little bit of Midwest emo, some pop punk in there, especially with like the newer singles. Um, but can you just go around and say who you are and what you do in Moving Boxes?
2: Yeah, um, I'm Sophie. I play bass and sing um, and do a little bit of songwriting for Moving Boxes.
1: Um, my name is JT. I sing back up here and there. Um, I play guitar and then I do like half of the songwriting. We kind of trade off.
3: What's up? I'm Seth. I play drums. Um, I'm a fill-in for right now, but I'm here. So. We love Yeah, Seth son. is like <laughs> Seth yeah. is like not officially in the band, but he's been in the
1: band for so long that he's like half kind of in the yeah, band. Yeah. So we're just gonna say he's in the band. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Hell yeah. Um, so I kind of want to start kind of like more towards the beginning uh, of your his career. Uh, I think he started out uh, putting out the first single or, or first post back in like February of 2022. So I mean, at this point, we're like a year and like three months of y'all being a band together. Um, you released your first EP back in August uh, called Calamity Land, which is a solid six song uh, EP is to showcase, like what uh, the band is capable, capable of, um, you know, it's got like the riffiness for everyone that that's into that it's got, you know, math rock vibes for everyone that's into that um, just all around encompasses a, a great collection of what you can do. Take me back to kind of like, that time in August releasing that leading up to it. I know there was plenty of shows played before and a couple singles dropped before that, but like, do you remember the response that you got after dropping this first official EP? So
1: it's, it's really funny because when we, we dropped two singles before the EP and the two singles did so much better. People (laughs) love the first two singles. So we dropped, I don't want to fall in love. And that was, the best debut song i have ever released i've been involved in a bunch of different projects with some friends from the area um like i got a band forever we roam that i'm still in um, i've been with a couple of a couple of different smaller bands here and there and i don't want to fall in love was our first single and that was the best performing debut song like i've ever put out people love that we put out dakota and uh, not too long after that played a bunch of shows around it and people love
2: um and the fun thing is that they don't sound like any of our other (laughs) songs yeah yeah um but yeah leading up to calamity land um i think like at that point like the name definitely summarizes it really well it was kind of a collection of like ones that i had wrote before we were in the band um like things that we had worked on some like collaboration between me and jt um and then kind of just yeah like a calamity of all the things put together um those six songs are kind of a little bit all over the place like genre wise but yeah. we had a lot of fun recording them um and yeah and the release was it was it was
1: it was a very exploratory EP for us mm-hmm. um we were we were trying to figure out our sound and what kind of a band we wanted to be um I'm really proud of EP but it's definitely an exploratory EP where we were trying to figure out what the heck we wanted to do as a band
0: yeah, I mean, but it, it still works um, as as a whole, like, there is the different, um, it's not like a strictly cohesive, like, one sound throughout the whole EP, which, I mean, personally for me, I kind of enjoy that, where it kind of just mixes it up rather than listening to, like, the same, like, monotone, like, pop-punk album the entire time, like, throw in a little curveball and th- do some, like, mathy stuff and just, like, you know, sprice it up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I'm getting scared that I like don't actually know what the word calamity means and I'm like use, I'm using it wrong I'm like Ooh. Was, I'm using it, was it to say a was lot a good, of things right now <laughs> yeah 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 we know what it means yeah it was for good, sure. that
1: was a
0: good use of the word <laughs> thank <laughs> yeah. you thank you um I mean and then following that you released uh untitled in early December um which kind of see we kind of see like a shift away from you know, Calamity Land, it kind of loses a little bit of the math mathiness, but it kind of shows us uh, kind of like where you guys are going to probably be going in the future. Um, Obviously, there's still another single that we haven't hit yet, and it kind of leads into that. But um, is this one that was more written cohesively after, you know, getting the full band established?
2: Yeah, so actually, um, Untitled was it was actually the first one that I would ever written for um, like a cohesive song altogether, like pretty early on, just in my like personal like musician career. But that was the first one where we kind of combined, like I had the structure for the song, knew kind of where I wanted it to go. And then JT took over and added like the tapping, like things that kind of brought it into more of what we wanted our sound to be with that Midwest emo twinkly guitar type stuff. Um, but yeah, we thought it was like a good next move for the single and getting towards the sound of like you're talking about towards the next single Bed Bath and all that kind of stuff. But yeah,
1: I think we definitely hit our stride with Untitled. It's Mm -hmm. the first song that we wrote, like really collaboratively on Calamity Land. There were a couple songs here and there, like on Trustfall, I did the instrumentals and then Sophie did the lyrics um, and the vocal melody. But Untitled is the first song that we like, excuse me really collaboratively wrote together. And we we really hit our stride with that. Um, and we're just kind of running with it. And we had the pleasure of working with uh, Mikey Conoy of um, Set for Tomorrow. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that was so <laughs> embarrassing. Set for Tomorrow, who I like really enjoyed before getting to meet him. And so he reached out to us and was like, hey, would love to produce some of your stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Um, but it was an absolute pleasure with working with him for that song I I sent him the vibe we were going for and I think it was like two days later he sent us a mastered copy of the song (laughs) and I I listened through like we all listened through and we were like okay yeah this is good let's put it out like he he was he was an absolute joy to work with. Yeah. yeah. Yeah that was probably one of
2: our was that was that the song that we got recorded in like Two days.
1: That was actually dead bad. Oh really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, but that that was still like a really fast turnaround process for getting that song out. Yeah. Like once we decided to release it, which was really nice. Yeah.
0: No, I think it was like a great song to you know kind of end off the year with, uh, and kind of just start showing like where where you guys are going, um, and then it kind of leads into I mentioned and we've already kind of mentioned. Uh, in February released uh, your latest single, uh, and I don't want to butcher the title since it is a nice and long one, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond <laughs> My Breaking Point, <laughs> um, which is the song that I found off like a playlist. Uh, and you know, it just, it hooks you right in from the beginning. Uh, you kind of got that like pop punk riffs, but emo, twinkly in there as well. Um, and it's all around like 10 out of 10, great track. Thank you so much.
1: Awesome. I, I I'm so proud of that song. <laughs> so that song that song came about because it was originally supposed to be on our next project um
2: be discreet there <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but
1: so my all-time favorite band is the wonder years been listening to them since i was like in very early early middle school i think i found them in the, the summer before sixth grade um just fell in love with their music and so i follow all their mem- members on instagram um, cause they, they, I mean, they've been my favorite band for years and, um, Nick Steinborn from the Wonder Years posted on his story one day, like, Hey, looking for some bands to, to work with this summer. Um, like hit me up with your demos. I'll go, go through and pick a few work with you guys. Um, so just on a whim, not really expecting anything to happen. I like put our name in, sent him the demo. Of, uh, like, I, I think I sent him Dakota and then a demo of bed bath, maybe I can't remember what I sent. Um, but I know I sent Dakota and he responded and was like that's crazy I swear I found you guys on band camp a couple days ago um, like I love your singer's voice let's get something together um, so I kind of like I, I, I like had a little panic moment I was I was downstairs with my parents and just opened up my phone I was like <laughs> guys guys
4: guys guys you're not
1: gonna believe this
4: oh my gosh Oh my gosh, next time.
1: Oh, oh. And then when, when things finally calmed down, I was like, it, just processing. and.
2: Let's be honest, things have been coming out for like a month or two. You're yeah. riding that high for a long time. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still riding that
1: high. But I texted, he, he, in his email, he was like, I have um, availability this summer. And then I have like the next couple of weeks before tour that I could do a song if you like have one ready already. And so I emailed back and I was like, yeah, no, we have one. Um, let me get the tracks polished up and send them over to you. And then I texted the group chat and I was like, guys, we need to record a song <laughs> in the next two days. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so we went through all of our demos and we decided Bed Bath was like the song that we wanted to do for this big, huge single with Nick. Um, and so we polished it up, made a couple tweaks, like a little breakdown in the middle wasn't originally in the song. We added that to like make it flow a little better.
2: Yeah, we had to do some changes to make it work better as a single. So it yeah. would be like more catchy. Like we added like a extra chorus. Exactly. Um, and all this kind of stuff, which was fun. Yeah, originally <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was written to
1: like flow as part of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we were putting it out as a single, we like just tweaked it a little bit, made it, made it a little bit more single worthy. Um, and then we literally recorded the song in less than two days. Like we got, I, I tracked the guitar and then we got the drums we got yeah we got the guitar and drums tracked on day one and then day two in like the early afternoon early morning we did vocals and bass and that was it um my friend alora who is our photographer was like staying with me at the time so she documented the whole process um i might ask her about that and see if we can put a little documentary together for that song but that was a crazy whirlwind of a song and it came together so just that was, that's the most insane release I've ever been a part of.
2: Yeah. And I feel like I, because it would happen so fast and we made so many changes at the end, I it like grew on me a lot. Like I was a little bit worried when we were first doing it as a single and like how it was coming along, but it, now it's like my favorite song that we've put out and it's so much fun to play. <laughs> yeah. I was so worried about it. <laughs>
1: yeah. And the response to it has been awesome too like it's it's definitely a fan favorite already um it's had the best the best first several weeks of any of our songs like by a lot um we just we passed 3,000 streams in like week three Mm -hmm. and we didn't do that on Dakota and I don't want to fall in love until like two months in so people people are are really liking Bed Bath which is really nice to see
2: and we're definitely moving in that direction. Like, it's very on on par with the songs that we're working on writing right now. Um, so I'm glad that we're like, we always kind of had that in, in vision for our fan base. So we wanted the Midwest emo, a little bit of pop punk, like all that kind of stuff um, together. And now it seems like that's the people we're drawing in. So it's really fun to see that finally happening and like getting our sound consistent and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: No, yeah, this song, this track is great. And that's awesome that. Uh, you know you are able to work with basically like one of your idols uh to get yeah. this put together um is he going to be working on anything else for you guys in the future have you like discussed that who's
1: to
4: say, who's to say <laughs> um
1: we're definitely we're we're definitely talking about it Hell yeah there uh, well there will we'll we'll be able to say more a little bit later down the line um But we got some good stuff cooking and i think i think our our newer newer fans coming in from bed bath are really gonna like it
0: fuck yeah i'm I'm stoked to see what what's coming next i know uh we kind of like hinted at some stuff in our emails so i kind of like have a little bit of an idea but yeah i I am stoked to see what this next iteration of moving boxes is going to be me too honestly (laughs) Uh, and, like, Seth, uh, for you coming in to, like, help out with these these tracks, like, what do you think about, like, the transition that they've done since, you know, Clammy Land up until now?
3: Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, so I'm in, like, all the other bands that I play in are, like, softer indie rock type stuff. So coming in and getting to do, like, this faster, like, twinkly, mathy, pop punky type stuff is so much fun. I'm really just along for the ride. So whenever they send me a song, I'm just, like, sick and i'll just work on it and it's so much fun it's like a new flavor in my playing every day it's a good it's a good time
2: and he's crazy we'll send him a new song and then the next day he'll send back a track it's like is this right and it's just <laughs> a full video yeah. <laughs> it's, it's awesome.
1: and you're you're so like you're so much more modest than your skill deserves <laughs> like he'll he'll send me he'll send me a track the next day as like a video of him playing through it and be like I'm literally bad. Like, ignore <laughs> everything of what I'm doing. Did I get the song structure right? Because it's like actually bad. And then I'll listen to it. It'll be like flawless, metronome accurate all the way through with these crazy fills. I'm like, dog, you need to give yourself some credit. <laughs> I
2: mean, you're not a real drummer if you don't think that
1: you suck at drums. I That's the yeah. 100%.
3: Yeah.
1: That's uh, that
0: that that clocks. Do you want a second band? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no that, that's awesome though that you're, you're able to uh come in and and you know like they that also jt and sophia are like open to you coming in and helping out and you know making this a solid lineup for for the live shows i know for a lot of people it can be hard to like let someone in in on the vision and like help with it um so mad props to the three of you for you know being cohesive with that 100
3: percent. it's been so
0: much fun Seth is in another band called Blank State. They're amazing. So for everyone
1: listening, go listen to Blank State, they're yeah. the best ever. <laughs> but he was like, he was like the only, the only one that would fill in, like, or that, that we we would allow to fill in long term. Like, I, I have a lot of good drummer friends in the area. Seth is, Seth was like the one, we play a lot of shows with Blank State. Yeah. So he already kind of knew a lot of our songs, um, just from like, we play with blank state a lot yeah, yeah. So. <laughs>
2: yeah I feel like we've become each other's like campaign managers yeah exactly <laughs> yeah every yeah, yeah, yeah. time
0: yeah, like we play with a new person it's like oh have you heard of, have you heard of blank state <laughs> yeah.
2: and they do the same thing
0: for us it's awesome so <laughs> uh speaking of playing uh with other people like i said you guys have basically since you started the band have been playing all these shows and i know i think this year alone just going through like instagram looking at the flyers i did get a little confused but i think i saw like at least five to six shows you played so far this year i could be completely wrong yeah
1: yeah we're hitting shows every every like other week every three weeks or so at this point we're we're playing playing quite a bit
2: yeah february we had a show like every week for a month right yeah Yeah. i think
1: we had i think we had like four (laughs) weeks straight yeah uh how how
2: are
0: the are the live responses to um like Bed Bath Beyond and Untitled and just like in general.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like as So good.
0: <laughs> so good.
1: When we were first starting out, um, I remember we played this one show at the Spoke Easy. Uh, and it was before we were playing a lot of our newer, more like post-hardcore sounding songs. And the band that played before us like had a mosh pit going. And then we went on, and I was like, "All right, I want you guys to mosh for this." Like, try, try to try <laughs> and keep up and get get a mosh pit going. And I did the whole like one, two, three, go, um, and we start going into the breakdown of like Dakota or something that is not <laughs> moshable at all. And everyone just kind of stood there and was like, <laughs> and "It was really, 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 really humiliating." Um, but the, <laughs> this whole year. We've been playing shows of mostly unreleased material that is like way more upbeat and i don't think we've had any shows where no one watched yet like the live response has been so much fun
2: yeah and we've definitely i feel well he's been playing live since you were like how old
1: <laughs> i think my first band i was like nine and so i've been playing fairly consistently since i was like mm-hmm. nine
2: yeah um yeah, performing live is a little bit newer for me um just in like in general like as a musician but I feel like as a band and then the like, person I feel like we've like hit our stride a little bit better yeah. too of just figuring out like how we like you know like talking breaks all that kind of stuff like different crowd interaction type things for um our set list because we we've always played that's not true
0: <laughs> we always
2: played all originals but that's not that's not true at all (laughs) Um, but um we are like last probably six months we've done like all original songs and a lot of them are unreleased um music like even yeah so there's like certain ones that I lost my train of thought I'm so sorry (laughs) um yeah just like getting getting this crowd interaction for original songs is definitely different obviously from playing covers and things like that, people don't already know them. So trying to figure out like which ones perform the best and how to like narrow down our original set list to moshable ones that are fun and people can get into even if they don't know who we are obviously and things like that as a small band. So that's been, it's been really fun. Like these last couple of shows have been really, really good for like crowd interaction and response and it's been a, a really, really fun time, yeah
1: we've definitely, like, the three of us hit our clown-to-clown communication, like, (laughs) on a, on a wavelength
0: type thing. (laughs) I mean, that's what you want. You just want to, like, have those vibes on stage, and, like, it does take a while for a lot of bands to really get comfortable, especially, you know, if they're, like, not used to playing on stage, or, but, like, it takes a while to get comfortable and have that, like, banter with the crowd in between, like, The worst, like, I've seen sometimes is where one member's like, Oh, dude, I got a tune. Can you, like, just say something? And the other guy's like, Dude, I don't know what the fuck to say. (laughs) Uh, And then it's just, like, awkward silence for, like, 20 seconds. We did that for so long. It was so
1: (laughs) bad. It was so bad
2: not knowing what to say, that was me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've started giving Sophie like a script beforehand being like, okay, after Dakota, I'm going to tune after Dakota. I need you to hype up Bed Bath or something like that. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, we've done it on lockdown. <laughs> I feel like my my go-to, you know, if, if in like words, if you don't know what to say, talk about merch, you guys. Yep. Yep. Grand <laughs> tip 101. <laughs> Thank the venue. Thank the sound guy um i don't know yeah
0: tell a gummy bear joke
2: tell
0: a gummy bear joke yeah oh man yeah uh the one of the guitar players in the band that i was friends with uh he would tell like just really shitty like pop punk jokes (laughs) yeah uh, just to get the crowd just like to not be standing there like uh, yeah i think uh like why did the pop punk kid cross the road I don't know why don't know. he had to take back his Sunday. Uh, <laughs>
2: that's a good one. That's awesome. <laughs> I will. I will be using that probably tonight. Tonight, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that's so good. Oh my gosh. Do you have? Wait. Do you have any other good ones?
0: Uh, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen them do that. Uh, so I. That's the only one I can ever remember. Um, just the the key is you just got to find like those uh those band names that like just can be like a punchline for anything so yeah <laughs> uh, like obviously taking back sunday works anytime um i don't know you should come up with you should try and think of like a good one for the wonder years because i know that pop there's got to be so a good, good like uh pop punk joke in there somehow i did while we were
1: talking i, I did think of one that was like really <laughs> good um and i think i'm going to use this at our show tonight so <laughs> i a good joke <laughs> What, what did the what did the pop punk kid say when he fell off his skateboard? What did he say? My head. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, that was good. Oh, like
1: <laughs> so that. Yeah, he's got it covered. I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that, and I'm gonna make everyone
0: uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, before we kind of transition. Uh, I know we kind of talked the EP, the latest singles, and you know we just kind of glanced over what we can expect in the future. But is there anything that we might not have covered with moving boxes or even uh, Bed Bath that you want the people to know about? Um, Do you
2: want um,
1: me to touch on that a little bit?
2: Okay. This this episode does come out.
0: This, this episode will be coming out in May. If that makes any difference, as well. Oh, oh for well. sure. So <laughs> by then
1: we will have announced our tour with Blank State. That's yeah. Great. Um. So if we if we will have found another drummer by then, Seth will be only playing drums for Blank State. But there is a good chance that Seth will be playing drums for Blank State and Moving Boxes on our tour, yeah. and we are going to be hitting north carolina south carolina georgia and tennessee yeah and it is going to be so much fun yeah. so if we if you hear this episode and we are still on tour and we're coming to you please come see us and i will give you the crispest high five um tell us you found us from the podcast and i will be so excited yeah <laughs> well,
0: yeah anyone that's listening make sure you get those uh keep your eyes out and uh, be ready for those dates. I'll try and repost them as we get closer as well. Um, obviously I can't be in those four states since I'm in the Midwest, but definitely go yeah. check it out for me.
1: We gotta do a Midwest tour and like justify the Midwest
0: emo part yeah. of our sound. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: <laughs> so we've been it's, like, it's we like, can like say it
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like going back to, it's like going to Mecca. You have to do it as Midwest emo band. You have to actually tour the Midwest exactly exactly i feel like a poser like i
1: i feel like the biggest poser all the time saying we're Definitely midwest emo are. and we're like southeast emo at, at best <laughs> yeah. just east i've never we're even just been emo. to the midwest <laughs> i don't even know what a bucky's is like
0: uh well bucky's are more like uh like texas and like they're more like southern so like i i've never been to a bucky's either See, oh man
1: i'm like...
2: so off base <laughs> This is how out of the
0: Midwest
1: emo. Wait,
0: isn't it a you Wawa? Isn't it a Wawa in the Midwest? Uh, I think Wawas stop in like Pennsylvania. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, what do you have
0: there? <laughs> uh, well, we got like corn. Uh, <laughs> the,
4: the,
0: the plant, not not the band. Uh, oh my god, we, it's corn! I mean, I'm from Iowa, so we have Slipknot uh so yeah, that's kind of cool yeah. uh but i mean it's to like what we have big attraction wise we have the world's largest truck stops in iowa uh we have a bunch of gas stations called casey's that have like the greatest breakfast pizza uh, we also have gas stations called come and goes that's what, yes. come and go. yeah. that's what i was thinking of come and go that's what i
1: was thinking of not bucky's come and go so wait what what makes a breakfast pizza
0: i'm so curious yeah, yeah. me too <laughs> uh so like th- theirs is like it like you've never had a breakfast pizza or what makes no, there I, I have no idea what it is this is like also okay.
2: the thing that intrigued
0: me <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically obviously it's like a normal normal pizza but there's uh egg they do two different ones they do egg and sausage uh with cheese and then they also do uh egg and bacon and then like the sauce is more like a, it's like a like a breakfast gravy sauce it's it's Ooh. oh my god it, it hits so, the spot
2: all right okay are the eggs like scrambled as a topping or is it like like fried egg that's like <laughs> baked in there with it? <laughs> I need to know.
0: They're scrambled. Uh, okay, so basically okay. like a layer, <laughs> layer of the sauce gravy and then like scrambled eggs mixed with like uh, sausage and stuff like that.
2: The, the structural integrity of this is like mind boggling to it me is right awesome now. <laughs> 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 I have so many breakfast, breakfast pizza thoughts. Oh, that's funny.
0: Well, when you Best get a chance, so when you finally food. make it out, like that's the one spot you got to hit up in the morning if you got a Casey's nearby.
2: Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the first
0: thing I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. We'll we'll tour in Iowa near you and you can show us what a good breakfast pizza is like. <laughs> okay, fair. fair enough. <laughs> um, but I mean, other than that, like besides just having corn everywhere, there's not a whole lot in the Midwest. I know a lot of people from the Midwest are probably going to be like, oh, we have this and this. And it's, I'm just blanking on it right now, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've lived here for 30 years and there's, we don't have a Bucky's. Yeah. Uh We finally got Cane's. Uh, we don't have Waffle House, which kind of sucks. Oh man. Uh, that's a know. massive, massive loss for you guys. <laughs> I, I'm
4: sorry.
0: It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, it's, that's awesome that you're able to, you, this will be the first tour that movie boxes will have we'll have done. Yeah, yeah, this will be my first tour ever. Hell yeah.
4: Yay! (laughs) I'm I'm so
1: excited. (laughs) Uh, Is that, I have to ask, is that, is that a knuckle puck um, banner on the wall to my right of you?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the knuckle puck one. Uh, got a Forever Came Calling one. Mixtapes is right directly behind me, and then there's a such gold one on the wall as well. Dude, I have been,
1: I I, I saw that exact knuckle puck flag (laughs) on like instagram or something forever ago and i've been trying to find one ever since and they just <laughs> they're gone you cannot find them anywhere yeah. i've wanted one for so long like they're so nice
0: yeah they came through uh iowa city one year and they were playing like a one-off show and uh so i was able to snag it it's actually i have it signed by all the dudes as well
4: yeah that's, that's so cool,
0: cool. so, so you see a big knucklebutt guy uh i it's has like I used to really be a big no Puck guy. Uh, after Copacetic, I kind of like fell off a little bit, just uh, with with time. But yeah, they're still. I mean, they're still amazing dudes. Like they fucking rock so hard. They're
1: they're a big influence on me. We have a song. We have a song that we're actually playing for the first time tonight at the show. Um, that is very very strongly influenced by Pretense. Oh hell yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: Sorry. Oh, but sorry. No,
2: you're fine. Oh, there's um, there's that like you know second verse breakdown where there's like screaming vocals to the um yeah. the rhythm of the breakdown.
1: It's like that part that's in Pretense where the where he goes like.
2: So <laughs> great percussion of the actions that you were never properly punished for.
1: We do like that whole that yeah. whole bit in this song. <laughs> Which, this episode's coming out in May, so I will probably have leaked the song by then. It's called Um It's going yeah. to be a fun song.
2: Inspired by a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast that yes. I would, like, risk my life I for. I didn't know that.
1: Not <laughs> yeah. to Ohio. Yeah, the word, the word Swoldemort was a bit on this podcast. And yes. when the song comes out, you need to tell them that we named a song
3: after a what bit from their saying? show. I just learned
2: that. I wanted to name it Voldemort and the Homescones which was the full bit but they wouldn't let me do that <laughs> so yeah so any of you guys out there that think that that's a better name you can you can reach out yeah. at, our, at our Instagram at movingboxesfan direct it to JT and tell him he's wrong <laughs> Please.
1: oh man I am I would not be super opposed
0: I, th- I think i could be convinced uh. <laughs> I mean, can we expect, like, other uh, really good names as well? Like, obviously, we have Bed Bath & Beyond, uh, my breaking point. But, like, uh, Swaldemort, can we expect other funny, classic style, like, pop punk? names for these uh, oh, songs on this album for sure yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the
1: album is gonna open up with a song called uh stop signs are merely suggestions um they're not you need to use the stop signs. there's so
2: many driving inspired ones like like non-safe driving inspired ones like one is called look ma exclamation point no hands exclamation point uh-huh. and i'm like what's I I think that you're a safe driver.
1: (laughs) I drive like an old man, and then I keep writing these songs, like in that song, "Look Ma No Hands. The first line of every chorus is um, driving backwards on a one-way street, Um, and so I'm like, the most, I I drive like I'm 80, and I keep writing these songs that are about unsafe driving, which is just not what I do.
2: I'm sorry if I've inspired fear in you. Like it actually is buck wild that you wrote that and not me. Yeah. Because <laughs> you no, know, yeah. whenever
1: I sit in the passenger seat of you your car, you instill the fear of God in me. <laughs> Stop signs are merely suggestions. Is actually about Sophie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, no, that,
0: that's, that's awesome. Uh, hopefully, you know, um, when those songs come out, I'll be, I'm so stoked to, to check them out and uh, I'll be sure to like repost them and all that. Everyone that's listening, like we said, go check them out on that tour. Um, and, you know, we'll have dates uh, posted or uh, as we get closer. Um, we'll talk about links here towards the end, but we're going to kind of transition now to my favorite part of the episode. I mean, we're all kind of like loose now. Uh, this is where we kind of get to the fun storytelling part of the episode where Basically, we just talk about uh, stories from you guys' time of music, whether it's uh, shows, time of recording, um, or any other shenanigans you guys get up to uh, in your life. Like I normally say, they can be anything horrendous to tremendous or any adjective in between.
1: <laughs> very, nice. That's That's, very nice. Oh, I have so many for these bits. I always, I always have to like decide what I can and can't say and who I can and can't name. That's so much the fun. charlotte music scene is so dramatic for no reason it's so oh
2: i feel like the beginning of our band trajectory we had a run of just like we we did not have a great start for live shows it was for hellish. <laughs> yeah to, to put it in, 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 a, in a lighter sense yes it was hell <laughs> um we, yeah. we
1: just redeemed ourselves so one of the most like one of the most storied venues in Charlotte is called the Milestone Club. Um, like Nirvana played there ages and ages ago. Like the the, the Milestone Club is insane. Um, it's just the coolest place. And we just got to redeem ourselves there at a show a couple of weeks ago. But our very first show ever was at the Milestone Club. We had no business getting booked at the Milestone Club. Yeah. It's, it was we were not planning to play shows but me and Sophie were getting sushi one night and we were just like we should start a band. I think that would be fun because we had at that point we had Dakota, um, Trust Fall, and I Don't Want to Fall in Love.
2: Yeah and a few songs that I had written yeah like Blue Couch like things like that yeah.
1: And we had like a very early version of Untitled Mm -hmm. before all the tapping and everything um and I just saw the the guy that runs the milestone posted on his Facebook, like, Hey, we need an opener for this show. Um, generally pop punk sounding. And so I just emailed and I was like, Hey, we'll take it. And he was like, okay, you guys are in that's the- you're 18. Right. <laughs> and me and Sophie, neither of us being 18 were like, yes, <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so, so we got there and they, um, they, like they didn't they forgot to check they're usually really strict about it there and they just forgot to check um sophie had brought her older sister's id because yes. they look identical
2: <laughs> yeah
1: um, but we didn't have to use it and so we got in there and we were supposed to play full band set with me on drums a friend of ours on guitar and sophie on bass and vocals or no were you like bass at the time nope. you were just singing we yeah. so we weren't going to play with bass at all um and then our guitarist had to cancel like an hour before so we get there and we're outside the venue I'm teaching Sophie half the set list on guitar yeah and so we played half the set with Sophie on guitar and vocals and me playing drums and half the set with me playing guitar and Sophie singing with no drums it went as well as it could have, but it was still really bad. <laughs>
2: yeah, at, our like, a punk venue. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, like, in a full acoustic set. And Wait, then there was like our five second,
1: there yeah, no, it was, like, a Tuesday yeah. night or something like that. There was, there was, like, three or four people there, I think. Yeah,
2: I work at, um, like, a music school, and I had invited, like, my, you know, like, 30-year-old, uh, co-workers yeah. <laughs> just like and they, you know i like, could like drink and like hang out and they're just standing there people that i like talk to sometimes <laughs> and just watching us have like a train wreck on the stage like this so is great i teach this everyone there was
1: co workers yeah <laughs> um, and then the second time we played there was a lot more recently this was in the fall um and at the time our drummer was a sophomore in high school And we were like, oh yeah, they didn't card us the first time. Like, you'll be totally fine, dog. And we had the set super locked in and we got there and the guy at the front was like, hey, let me see some ID, fellas. And we were like, oh no, he left it at the house. That is like 40 minutes away. Can't you let us in, dog? And he was like, no, go get your ID. And so Sophie drove him to his house and we, I was like setting up the drum set and just calling and being like, what do, what do we do? Um, and I eventually just told the guy like, he can't find his wallet at his house. I think he lost his wallet. And the guy was like, all right, you're, you're not playing then. And we were like, oh man. So Sophie drove back and we played the set acoustic with no drummer. Um, <laughs> and it was so <laughs> awkward because we were playing with some really high energy bands. Um, and then we were closing out the night and we like go up and start playing all these acoustic pop punk songs
2: yeah and it was later so we had like our our heavier or yeah Yeah. like our more pop punk songs versus like Dakota and things like that that are fine acoustic yeah like there's an acoustic version of Dakota like it's fine but (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) and then just recently we hit it for a third time and we finally had a full band and it sounded really good and actually the drummer Seth couldn't make it to that one so the drummer of my other band forever we roam filled in and he killed it i mean nor the drummer of forever we roam his name he's named norse and he's he's a beast he's the so, same yeah.
2: yeah
0: i mean that was a lot of words <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like thankfully like they let you still come like come back and like after like all the mishaps and you like you didn't let it deter you you still kept going did what you had to do um it's, yeah, Uh we played a show in, like, San Diego one night, and uh, the, I think the drummer and the bass player were both, like, under 21, so, like, they couldn't even, they could, they had to sit in the van the entire show, and it could only come in, like, five no. minutes before the set, uh play the set, and then they had to be out within five minutes after the set, so, like, we That's had to set crazy. everything up, like, it, it sucked. Oh,
1: oh, my God. God. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's like, it's funny that they they like let them play. They're like, get out! <laughs>
0: like, yeah.
1: get me, be here. <laughs> so do and you guys like, any music
0: out that I can listen to? Uh, yeah, they the yeah I think there's still stuff out. Uh, it's a band called Exit Emergency from okay. Iowa. Um, they were like they started out pretty pop punk and then kind of went like, uh, not full Midwest emo but pretty emo towards the end of it. Okay. Um, but yeah. Cool. I'll I'll give it a listen. Thank you uh yeah that one was always super weird because like especially that show like we got thrown on last minute and like we are not even from california so we were just on tour and they were like oh yeah we're gonna have you guys play we're gonna have you guys headline at like twelve thirty at night and we're like what, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> let us let us play at like 9 we'll dip out by 11 and go find somewhere to sleep like this yeah
1: exactly this sucks
2: yeah
4: yeah
1: I have I have some other good stories, but I'm gonna let someone else talk because I just did a lot of talking. So you-, you gotta have oh. some good
3: stories. <laughs> um, I feel like okay, so every experience that I've had with moving boxes has been really chill. I think my whole first like four years in my other band is a bad story because <laughs> we, we were like this cover band and we'd play like too many Weezer songs. And we didn't know when to stop, so we'd play like <laughs> three hours of covers, oh, like man. Weezer, like there's some Green Day in there. It was really <laughs> bad. So I think just being in a cover band is my bad story. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> you
2: just so. We <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Um.
1: I feel like that's how every good band starts out, though. I know. Yeah. Um, Not like my other band is good, but uh, Forever We Roam, for the first several years of being in Forever (laughs) We Roam, our our only shows were, like, we had an EP out called Tales from the Beige Couch that, like, did pretty well for what it was. I released that album when I was in seventh grade. Um, And then we played a whole string of shows for, like, two or three years where we would play the songs from Beige Couch. And then do just like we did a couple Weezer covers, we did a couple Green Day covers, we did Paramore and we did Bon Jovi. Oh yeah, and that was like all we did. Um, And because we were, you know, a female-fronted pop punk band in the 2010s, um, all the comments (laughs) were like, "Oh "Oh my God, you guys sound so much like Paramore." Have you guys heard of Paramore? You guys sound just like Paramore. Oh my God, have you heard of Hayley Williams? guys are we sounded nothing like Paramore. I'm I'm glad that's starting to go away as people are like starting to have more female front like female fronted. Um but bands bands with non-male singers coming up, um, that they're not automatically getting compared to Paramore.
0: It's yeah. it's nice to see. Oh yeah. Cause like, I mean, obviously for what Haley's done for the scene has been great, but I mean, no, no one should be put like compared to that every single time. Like yeah, exactly. there's also like we, thankfully now we have like Scowl is out there. Uh, uh uh Spearbox is out there. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of heavy hitters out there that are like, we're saying not just male fronted bands that are killing it. Why? Like I'd, I'd personally, if I was in this position, like, yeah, Haley's great I wouldn't want to be compared to her every time like be like oh you're just like so and so or you remind me of so and so with what you can do but have it be someone else other than Haley for once
1: yeah and
0: like Haley
1: just blaze like trailblazed being a non-male like singer in the world of pop punk um in a time where that was just so crazy and like she did so much for the scene for that. but like no one else is Haley Williams. Haley Williams is Haley Williams, and like <laughs> being a being a, a pop punk band with a female singer does not make you Paramore. <laughs> <laughs> um, my when when Forever we wrote we played Blue Ridge a couple of years back, um, and Spirit Box is like the, is like Paramore for the metalcore <laughs> world now. So we played Blue Ridge. And we have a female singer who also does our screams and probably more than half the people that talk to us afterwards, were like, oh my God, you guys sound so much like Spirit Box. It's crazy. Like you remind me so much of Spirit Box. We sound absolutely nothing like Spirit Box (laughs) whatsoever. Like I do not have the skill To write riffs like Mike Springer, (laughs) I simply, I we couldn't be Spirit Box if we tried. We're just not that good.
0: (laughs) That's okay. I mean, uh, like you'll just you do you and just like keep going on that on that track and that mentality. Like you're obviously not trying to be them. You're just trying to be what you're doing.
1: Mm -hmm. And we have a good thing going. We just put out another song. Like I love what we're doing with Forever We but comparisons can be really toxic in in (laughs) alternative music scenes.
0: Uh,
2: It is really fun though. Um, Just like in that that same vein of like female fronted bands and all that kind of stuff and just like my experience of us playing shows in Charlotte, local scene, all that kind of stuff with other, um, you know, like hardcore pop punk, like emo bands, like that kind of stuff. It is usually um, like, know male singers like mostly like male musicians but it's really fun like recently listening to bands like pool kids that are getting really popular and that kind of stuff um and just like pulling a lot of inspiration from those bands because it it, when we first started and started getting into this music genre it was a little bit um strange like me like writing like you know my vocal melodies and all that kind of stuff I was like oh I like I hope this fits but now I'm like really glad that's how it works. I feel like we have like a really unique sound going like because of that combo. And it's not, you know, whiny male vocals, although I love yeah. them. <laughs> it's like half my music genre. <laughs> it's like, whiny male vocals over indie. My will, like, male vocals my, my <laughs> <email>. <laughs> I can't say it. Try to say that like five times. Whiny male, vo- whiny male, whiny male, whiny male, whiny male. You gotta vocals Whiny male,
1: male vocals, whiny male vocals, whiny male vocals, whiny male vocals, whiny male, male vocals. Wow.
2: That's impressive. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, JC.
1: <laughs> can we can we can we say that on the podcast? Can we oh, oh yeah, wait, it's it's a good, right, family right. friendly
2: podcast? We're <laughs> fine. Uh, we've already done like enough visual bits for the for a podcast. <laughs> we can't like add the explicit tag to yeah.
0: okay. uh, But speaking of being compared, I, I think I saw one of your posts. Um obviously moving boxes if you shorten everything up comes out to MOBO. <laughs> uh which (laughs) there's another band out there that has used that moniker for a long time granted i've never understood how they got that because there's there's no o in baseball but we're just gonna move past that yeah Uh, (laughs) but but i think you had posted that like you use that tag on like in the description on like tiktok and people just lost their fucking mind
1: yep yeah no i i really love modern baseball i've been a big modern baseball fan for a long time i also think that their name getting shortened to mobo is, is dumb and I, and I don't think it fits at all. They should be MOBA, or <laughs> mobe or some So,
4: But
1: I know that like, they already have MOBO kind of claimed. So I only refer to us as MOBO in like our private conversations. <laughs> um, but this one, a, a friend of ours came to our show at the Spoke Easy a while back and took a Snapchat video of like a mosh pit and just the caption was um, like MOBO mosh pit or something like that. And it was a really good clip. So I put that clip on our TikTok. It wasn't even me that typed it. I just (laughs) put that clip up and the video got so much attention and the comments were just filled with people like, don't call yourself, you dare compare yourself to modern baseball, my beloved. You guys are shit compared to that. You guys are nothing. You fucking dare. Um, But we actually gained a lot of fans off of that video because I responded to every single person was like, dog, I swear it's not my video. We didn't we don't we don't pretend to be them. I swear we just make similar music. But I I would never call it. I, I promise. And like, Probably, probably three quarters of the people responded and were like, oh yeah, I actually just checked out your stuff. I really dig it, dude. Sorry about that. <laughs> like there was there was like one or two people that held the grudge to the very end, but we we actually had a we pulled a lot of people in from that just from being nice.
2: <laughs> nice it's mm-hmm. amazing what
1: happens when you don't pick fights on the internet <laughs> <Literally
2: crazy. laughs> um, yeah we, we actually used to open every single one of our shows with your graduation mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and it was like that and then all of our stuff um, but yeah that, that was a crazy day I was like at work and then like school and then work and I looked at my phone at the end of the night and it was just like tick tock tick tock tock <laughs> just all, all the way down it was fun
0: no, I mean that's still insane that you know, like obviously, credit where credit's due. Modern baseball is is amazing, uh, but it's still crazy how how much that riled people up just <laughs> <for> <laughs> a simple caption. Uh, but you know, some people are crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, as we kind of wind down, if anyone's looking for, I know you have a good amount of merch uh, up, but if anyone's looking for merch, music, or just mon- uh not Modern Baseball, uh, moving boxes. <laughs> if anyone's looking for merch merch, music or moving boxes in general, where can they find it? Um, so you can
1: find moving boxes, uh, all kinds of stuff at our Bandcamp, um, on our Instagram, on our TikTok. All the links are kind of, they're all kind of linked together. If you go to any one of our pages, everything's kind of linked there. But our merch is found at Bandcamp. You cannot find Modern Baseball merch at our Bandcamp store. I'm sorry <laughs> for anyone who's <wondering. laughs> You're not gonna be able to find anything. I I'm I'm sorry for that. Um but you can find our merch there.
0: Uh yeah. Depending, <laughs> on, where, depending on where you found this episode, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, it's the Twitter, or YouTube, hit those links, go follow them on all the socials, and go pick up some uh moving boxes merch. If you want modern baseball merch, I don't have that link and I don't think I'm allowed to post that one. I don't know how this works. Um, but you know, stay up to date with everything that's going on, you know, be ready for the next uh, set of singles, uh, next album, and, I mean, tour. And, I mean, at the track that you guys are going right now, there's so many shows that are probably going to be happening in the future. So just stay posted for all of those fine dates coming out. Uh, I know that you guys got a show tonight uh, with some, with some uh, good people. Uh, the homies of the podcast, Kerosene Heights, are also playing that show. So make sure you tell yeah. them myself what's up um they're so like good they, they <laughs> <fucking> rip yeah <laughs> um well thank you so much for
1: having us it was really awesome getting to know you we really appreciate you taking yeah. the time like this is this was a ton of fun so yeah thank, thank
4: you, for you so much
0: us. oh yeah like i had a great time great saturday thank thank you for taking the time out of a show day to uh come on i know a lot of people would have been like yo, like we're on we're on a schedule today like we got to fucking do our own shit and i respect yeah. uh and appreciate that you guys took the time we're, we're actually like stuck
1: here doing nothing for the next couple hours because the <laughs> forms are getting redone where I'm at so we're not actually
0: allowed to leave this room for another two hours
2: <laughs> we didn't know that before today yep, we know that.
0: <laughs> well uh, hopefully you don't go too crazy in there and uh you know just have a good show and we'll stay we'll keep in touch for sure yeah absolutely thank
1: you so much
0: Uh, thank you so much have Mm -hmm. an awesome rest of your saturday man yeah you as well and uh for everyone listening like i said go follow all the links and uh i'll catch everyone on the next episode